0: the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com.
1: Welcome, welcome back. Another episode here of the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers anywhere across the country. You know, we say that, Sean, because we are, uh, we're like you. We are loan officers uh, who are in the trenches every day, dealing with the same market, the same rates, the same realtors, the same situations that uh, all of our listeners are listening to, and I'll tell you, we don't take that lightly, right? Like that's something that we we talk about a lot on here that we really pride ourselves on is, uh, you know, being on the ground and understanding what loan officers are facing on a day to day basis. Sean Z, do you agree?
0: You know, the the number one thing that I think we're all trying to do right now is is gain eyeballs from realtors which we're trying to gain their attention and yes so i mean i couldn't agree more because it is it's a big struggle um we've got actually a realtor series that we're about to release for some podcasts and it is um we sat down with three realtors and i've just asked them questions about like you know what do you do what what do loan officers do to get in front of you what do loan officers do to earn your business how do mm. these things work you know to move the needle and they're all telling me uh that right now there is never been a time in their career where more loan officers are reaching out and trying to get in front of them yep and so you know this may be something you have a uh, a realtor that you know you're just Trying to break bread with and get in front of it. Might be somebody you've been working on for three years and they still haven't sent you a deal. So, like, how do we accomplish this? How do you accomplish this? And Kellen and myself, so we start earning their business, like, because there's things that you just have to do to stay in front of them. And and then, like, where are the lines in the sand? Where's the ultimatums? How do you get from a casual acquaintance to dating to uh, this realtor wants to be married to you as their loan officer and, and send you all of their business.
1: Yeah. It's a great, it's a great, it's a, it's an great conversation, Sean. I mean, I I'm stuttering through my words cause I'm like, this is kind of like the keys to the kingdom, right? If you can master this piece of it, then, the reality is that there's not a lot in this business that you can't do because this is the hardest part. I mean, hands down, this is the hardest part. This is where, you know, we really begin to separate um, those who try to those who can, right? So, you know, I'll I'll start off and I know you've got a lot of information on this too, but I'll start off with a couple of just high-level thoughts as it pertains to referral partners. Um, These are things that have helped me. Maybe they'll help listener, uh, and maybe you guys have your own systems too, but, but for those of you that don't are looking for something different. So first and foremost, <clears throat> for me, I, I have to have a, um, what I would consider a narrowed down view of the ocean, right? There's a vast sea of loan off or excuse me, of realtors that are out there to do business with, right? And I can't be all things to all agents and I can't go after all of them at the same time. So for me, I like, like just, again, my small brain, I have to have kind of a smaller pool of which I'm working. And and I'll kind of talk about that in just a second. So for me, that number typically hovers around 50. Uh, and these are just, again, I've just, all I'm doing is narrowing my universe down to that number. That way I'm not just, trying to do everything, be everybody's friend, be all things. I, think I find that that's not super efficient. So for me, that's my universe, right? Now, within that universe, my goal is to begin to segment those agents based on how much time, uh, attention, and resources I dedicate to them. Uh, And I won't go through kind of my whole process, but basically, there's kind of like three tiers and and agents move around and some can move up and some can move out. And that 50 is not a static list either. There are agents that I take in and there are agents that I take out of that list, but but it generally is around that number. So I'll give you just a quick example. Like there may be agents that I'm like, oh, I really want to work with them, but maybe I'm just not there yet meaning we just met or we just kind of connected or whatever the reasoning is, I might just drop them into my private Facebook group. Like I might just stick them in there and I might just kind of let them marinate inside that environment for a little while. That would be a low touch, potentially high impact deal because it's not, it could be high impact in some of the things like resources I do them or videos, but it's low touch on my standpoint. I don't have to really do anything. I'm not super involved. However, then I have agents that are like my rock stars who send me every single deal. We do everything together. And so, you know, I'm calling them, I'm texting them, I'm sending handwritten notes. We're going to lunch together. We each pay our own lunch bill as to not violate the respos. But the, but again, that's high touch, high quality, high impact stuff. So you can't be high touch, high quality, high impact to every single person or then or then you're not right so i'll let you kind of expand on this but that's kind of my initial pass is like hey narrow your universe down to something manageable then take that universe and begin to kind of divide it up into how you want to spend your energy communicating with those people so and
0: i fish in in two buckets i i fish in a well And it's even more narrow than Kellen's. It's like 20 or 25 agents that that I have dropped in there that that I'm like heavily going after, direct messaging them on Facebook, calling and reaching out. And then I've got my other list of a couple thousand agents that I would potentially do business with if they raise their hand. And so I'm hitting them both differently. So, like, one of the things, like, you know, details matter. Like, what, what do you do consistently? So, you know, Mondays I send out a rate email. Fridays I send out uh, something of value. Here's a product that that you could use for your business. Here's something that I help you with, like my five thousand dollar guarantee. Kellen's got a ten thousand dollar guarantee, and or a class that's coming up. I'm, I teach at least six classes that I personally teach a year. Uh, it's great if you have another expert that can do it, then then have them teach it as well, too. So I'm, I'm playing in two different ponds. I'm playing in a really narrow pond and then I'm playing in an ocean. And it's because I'm, I'm always just casting that net differently because there could be somebody that I don't even know in that ocean, but like they all of a sudden raise their hand. Now, you have to understand when you're sending those mass emails out, like some people are like, I did it. It didn't work. And I'm never going to do it again. So so let me tell you something. Thousands of emails go out for me a week to realtors. Kellen, you know how many people respond? One. Maybe. Almost nobody responds to those emails. But you know what? That's not the point. If I am not casting that net to them, there is no other way they're ever going to raise their hand. I have two new realtor relationships. One that I... Uh, got on spring break uh referred me to this uh, four hundred plus thousand dollar VA loan because his loan officer went out of business and then I have somebody that I just I reached out to me last weekend their buyer reached out to me and like I had to go look this person up because I'd never heard of his name before but I've been marketing to him and so that's another. 400000 dollars conventional loan which you know in St. Louis those are jumbo loans. So uh, <laughs> well, the
1: you know, Sean, you know, let me say this too real quick cuz I think this is an important point that you just made about the other loan officer going out of business, right? Not only is that happening, <clears throat> but what what I think we're going to find too is you're going to have a lot of agents who were on the cusp of part-time full-time r- dropping down into that kind of more part-time role. And so here's the deal. They may have another loan officer that they're that they do business with. Yeah. And that loan officer may pull back from marketing to them because maybe they don't have as many deals. And this is where I think you you being consistent in your efforts and continuing to communicate with them and continuing to talk with them. Again, low effort on your part, right? I'm just adding their name to an email list, but potentially high impact. And, and what the goal is, is that the next time they do get a deal, you want them to be like, who was the last, who was that last loan officer that sent me that email? Oh yeah, Sean Z. I'm going to, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to give him a message or I'm going to shoot him an email, right? Like, I think that's going to be an interesting phenomenon as not only many loan officers get out of the business, but as these realtors throttle back as well. I mean, here's the deal. We all hoped
0: rates were going to be coming down about now. We all... Uh, We're planning based on what a lot of people were telling us that the second half of 2023 weights were going to be cheaper. Let me just tell you now, rates are not coming down in 2023. The fed has telegraphed two more rate hikes. When the fed is saying they're hiking rates, rates aren't going to come down. Now we all know that fed rate hikes are not a direct correlation to mortgage rates, but until the fed signals they're done, the market is going to be cautious and the, and, and, Rates will not move down significantly. So a lot of these refis, all these things that we thought we were going to have in 2023, friends, they're they're not going to happen. So you've got to get the eyeballs on you. That also means a lot of our competition, Helen, just like you were saying, is going to go the the going to go away. The part time realtors, they're always going to be the part time realtors because yep. their husband or their wife has a great job, yep. um, or they're just independently wealthy and they can do it. But the a lot of those realtors who were like, oh man it's so easy and then it was and then rates went above 4% and they'd never had a, uh, a deal that they closed above 4% or they had to negotiate on contracts or actually do anything other than just list the property then like all of that is is a little bit different now. so as so you see so you got to be casting this net however you do it. Uh, you've got to be consistent with it and the goal is to stay in front of them it's not how many people respond i get about a 40% open rate in um and then about a 0.3 to 0 to point three percent response rate like it's cool that that's not the purpose of it when you're right. doing it so now the, the other thing like so we teach these classes we draw some people in but then there's some people you know like two years down the road three years down the road they like you they say hi to you and, and you're just not getting their business. And so, like, you know, it's like, man, Kellen takes my call when I call. Like, man, I've out, been out to lunch with him where we have both paid uh, yep. for like separate eight checks. Times. We, we have coffee together. Like, what's the deal? So sometimes like, you just have to be really direct. Sometimes he's like, it turns out, man, Kellen just actually really likes me a lot. And I'm charming. So, you know, I have that effect on people. Uh, but then, like, I've never asked Kellen directly, hey, man, what can I do to get your next referral? Yep. And, and sometimes, Kellen's like, oh, man, you've never asked me for it. Yep. And so, you know, I'm smoke. That's very intriguing. Maybe I need to do that more. Uh, another thing, I and mean, Kevin Kellen might be like, dude, like, my brother has been a loan officer for 15 years. He gets all my business. And then you, you think to yourself, it's like, why the heck have I been going out to lunch and doing all this stuff? You gotta take your hand and slap yourself across the face. Cause you should have asked that question at the first or second meeting about who they're using.
1: Well, that's it. That, that's <clears throat> back to my, back to my list. Right. I mean, that's, that's the reality. That's why people come and go. That's why the list changes. It's always fluid. It's ever, it's ever changing. And I'll tell you this too, Sean, cause you mentioned it <clears throat> about a lot of these agents going part-time. I've made a lot of money closing loans for agents that do three deals a year. Right. So don't let that be a, be a, uh, deterrent for the folks out here listening like it doesn't always have to be a whale it doesn't always have to be a grand slam right now we're just we're batting singles anybody that we can get a hold of that's looking to buy a house and can get qualified for a loan regardless of of the agent and just keep in mind that some of some of those uh agents maybe two to three deal a year people now and that's okay we just have to be cognizant of our resource allocation
0: for them so, Kellen, the, the guy that uh, was referred to me when, when we were on spring break, uh, he rehabbed some properties. He's got a couple properties, and uh, so we, we just got that first deal under under contract. Uh, they were selling a house a little ways outside of town and moving to St. Louis, and so they finally just sold that house. And when uh, we got him under contract, we, um, you know, I did my spiel. We did the five thousand dollar guarantee. I called the listing agent. I sent a video uh, to the listing agent to share with their uh, sellers. also sent that video to the buyer and to the the buyer's agent. I got a call about an hour later from the agent who referred that guy to me and said, and I've never had any loan officer do any of those things for me. And so, I mean, he closes a handful. Like, I mean, not more than five or six Uh, buyer sides a year yeah like um, i'm i had one referral since then out from him that they're, they're out shopping right now and that wasn't a hey here's three people it was a text message hey this is sean he's my guy and then that realtor uh who referred him to me was like wow man i really need to meet with him like i've never had anybody do that and so like I'm his guy forever now. Like you can a realtor who closes 15 deals a year, but if you only get a third of them, or you've got, you know, that you're you're always competing against somebody else. If you've got somebody who's closing five deals a year, and they're like, this is my guy. Like, I mean, it it's the same. If it's not the loyal to what your point was. Yep.
1: Yep. A hundred percent, man. I think, I think you're on it. So as we kind of wrap up here, I mean, I think, I think the message is like, if, if I'm a loan officer and I'm out there and maybe I'm frustrated that I'm not getting the business that I want from these agents. And I would say to you, like, what's your allocation look like? Are you spending too little time or too much time, too little time with the wrong agents and too much time with the wrong agents? right? So really hone in on that piece of it. And the second thing, to Sean's point, is ask for the business. I mean, there is no reason now in this market to not be bold and ask for the business. Because I think to your point, Sean, you're going you're gonna to get an honest answer back. And that honest answer is going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And so in your example, right, where they're like, well, my <clears throat> my brother-in-law or my brother's a lender and that's who I send my business to. Awesome. Hey, thank you for letting me know. I'm now moving them to that low touch tier, dropping them in my Facebook group and leaving them on my email drip, but that's it. Right. And if the, if the brother or brother-in-law screws up at some point, maybe I'm next up to bat, but I'm not going to go spend my energy and effort on that. So I think you guys have to be really careful. We all have the same amount of time to go chase um, these, you know, prospective referral partners. And you just want to make sure that that time is spent as efficient as possible. So great conversation. And listen, Hit us up, let us know, drop a comment. By the way, you can watch this video on YouTube, drop a comment there or uh, send us a message and let us know if you guys have any other questions about this thing. Sean,
0: anything else to wrap up? Hey, we appreciate you all. Kellen, as always, it's a pleasure when I get to see you, even if it's only virtually. Again, we, we've created this podcast to give you real tactics that we're using today and every day to, to grow our business. So uh, let us know what you think. Reach out to us. We appreciate you all. We love you all.
1: Peace out. Peace. Thanks, everyone. See ya.